Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Kaderna Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kaderna, and as always, I'm happy to have you with us. So as we continue our quest for achieving wealth, again in its original meaning, which would be a state of well-being, we must recognize it's not just all about dollars and cents, but how can we create a lifestyle that's going to be more peaceful, stress-free, and happy with the idea that you know some sound financial planning can help get us there. So with that in mind, what we're going to do this week is kick off a series of episodes that will focus on the topic of retirement planning. I've noticed a number of pitfalls over the past decade or so working with many, many clients around the country on this exact topic. And what I would qualify as traditional retirement planning, which leans heavily on 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, all these kind of set it and forget it, pre-tax payroll deduction type plans that eventually we retire with a certain amount of dollars in this nest egg and then say, how do we actually use this? So what a lot of folks do is they've built up this nest egg that now is 100% made up of stocks and bonds. Maybe not just individual stocks and bonds, but mutual funds, ETFs, things of that nature that are comprised of stocks and bonds. So inevitably, they now have a portfolio that is fluctuating every single day. And the presence of risk is always going to be there. It's constant. And so they ask themselves, all right, I'm finally done with my career. I did what I could. Here we are. And now how do I actually use this money? And that's what a lot of this series is going to be talking about is the two different phases of life, the accumulation phase and then the distribution phase which are very, very different. It's like climbing up the mountain and then coming back down it, okay? But again, with that traditional retirement planning approach and we have that portfolio of stocks and bonds, the client or the individual or investor may then say, how do I use this? And they perhaps quote the famous 4% rule or what a lot of economists now call a 3% rule, which is a distribution rate off of your nest egg or your portfolio. So they say, okay, I've got a set distribution rate, but on an amount of money that is not set, that's actually changing every single day. And then I feel like I might want to take out some more money here or there, but I have some fear because if I draw that principal down, I've got a set rate of 3 or 4%, but now on a smaller amount of money because of what feels like an excess withdrawal. So a lot of folks will start to have the, the feeling perhaps of what I notice are four key factors or pitfalls in this traditional method. The first one is they might realize that they're having less income in retirement than they thought they would. The second is they still feel like they're paying more taxes than they had anticipated. And so as a result of those two, factor number three, they feel like maybe they need to take more risk in their retirement plans to play catch up or to make up for some shortcomings. And then the fourth result inevitably is that they feel they've lacked liquidity in retirement, which would be the access to their money or the control of it because of those three previous factors. So what we obviously want to do is eliminate those concerns. They shouldn't be there if we have prepared for retirement in the appropriate manner. So again, what today is doing is really framing the landscape 
And what we'll focus on are those two phases, accumulation and distribution. So if we think about it in the accumulation phase, which is our entire career, all of our working years, what we're doing is we're using our cash flow to build up net worth. And then all of a sudden, it's like we reach the precipice and we start to go in the other direction of the distribution phase. And it's the exact opposite, where now we're using all of our net worth to generate cash flow. So we just kind of swung things around there just overnight by deciding that now we're ready to retire. So on the way up and on the way down, let's look at a few things here, I believe five that I've jotted down that are key to uh, you know, our thoughts and our, our concepts in retirement planning. The first one is mortality. On the accumulation size, side, the great fear is, well, what if we die too soon? We've lost all of that future income potential for our household, and there's no way really to, uh, through a traditional method per se, to recreate all of that income. Of course, life insurance can play a role there, but just think about that. We've lost our, our value as an earner, per se, uh, if we die too soon in our working years. But then on the distribution side, the fear perhaps is what if we live too long? Okay, so now we're not talking about loss of cash flow, but we're talking about loss of our net worth as we draw more and more for a longer period than we anticipated. So we're talking about mortality, but in two very different lenses that we look at it through on the accumulation and the distribution side. Then we want to look at illness or injury. Okay, so what if we ever got disabled in our career? Again, we talk about a loss of cash flow. How can we recreate that so that we still have a properly funded retirement plan? But on the distribution side, what we're looking at again is a loss of assets as expenses could skyrocket should we need long-term care or some assistance in that regard. So now we have illness or injury, again, looking at it from two very different standpoints. The third one will be volatility. On the accumulation side, it could be seen as our friend. On the distribution side, it could be seen as a foe. All right. On the accumulation side where we're earning money, we're saving money, we're investing money, that volatility allows us to get growth. Okay, And we say, hey, we're okay with the ups and downs, the gyrations of the marketplace, because that's where we can achieve optimal growth. All right, We don't have to look any further than just a few months ago. Uh, for some of the folks that said, hey, this pandemic really rocked the market, and I don't think that it's going to be permanent, they're noticing some very nice gains over just the, the past few months here in the second quarter of 2020. All right, so in the accumulation side, that's great. But on the distribution side, if we're saying, hey, I believe this is my set retirement plan, and we're in the markets and coronavirus just threw things for a loop when we had to draw out some money, now that volatility can really give us some agita and really make some issues present in our financial plan. And there, that's what we're going to talk about in a future episode, which is the sequence of returns. All right, The sequence of returns means that as we start to actually draw on money, when we draw on money and when the markets are going up and down will have an enormous effect on how our portfolio will thrive over a certain amount of years. Where again, on the accumulation phase, that doesn't really matter. We just keep throwing money in there and we embrace the volatility to try and achieve more growth. The next thing to think of would be tax-deferred vehicles. Okay, on the accumulation phase, this is the best place to put your money. 
we can reduce our income every single year by putting money into pre-tax plans, such as a traditional 401k, traditional IRA, SEP IRA, etc. But then again, when we flip the switch and we go into the distribution phase, this is the worst place to take money from, where every single dollar, both what we put in and all the growth over those decades, is getting hit at the highest rates as ordinary income. And making us feel that, well, we can't really touch that money or that bucket this year because it's so expensive. It's going to throw us into another tax bracket. And we have some of those concerns, again, as we actually want to draw on the money. So those are tax-deferred vehicles that on the front end looked great and on the back end can look terrible depending on how they're set up. And then lastly, we have inflation, what a lot of people could consider the worst tax of them all. On the front end, it's not so bad. Inflation is what's going to help drive the increases in our income. So it's making us more and more wealthy as we earn more and more throughout the years and then invest and have that money working for us. So again, on the front end, it could be our friend. On the back end, it could be a foe. We no longer are earning money. We're not having increases in income from getting promotions or just the standard uh, you know, increase that we get a raise every year. But rather, we have some set income and the cost of living now are going up every single year, which means that we're spending more to achieve the same thing that we wanted to. So again, two different phases here, but these factors are viewed so differently depending on which side of the fence you're sitting on. So ultimately, what we want to do and what we'll talk about in these future episodes is how to find balance, okay? How can we deploy some tax arbitrage? How do we maybe have different buckets that are taxed in different manners so that eventually when we do retire, we can pick and choose when to access these different pockets of money? We'll talk about how to control your income. Are there ways that you can have some guaranteed income so that now you don't have to feel each year you're kind of at the mercy of the markets and just your set distribution rate? We'll talk about how to control your assets. So now maybe we've broken up that pie so that there's perhaps some guaranteed income, but then maybe some other vehicles that are used that can give you uh, more opportunity for variability or growth, knowing that you have a baseline in retirement. So ultimately, having these different sets of plans will allow you to have more control of your assets, give you more ownership of your plan than, again, to be so reactionary and then feel those four factors I mentioned at the beginning. I'm taking home less, I'm getting taxed more, I don't feel liquid, and I feel like I'm at risk. Those can be eliminated by, again, sound financial planning. So obviously, what's the optimal plan? As we start to work through our career and save and invest and ask ourselves, where should we put our money? Or if we're on the doorstep of retirement and we're saying, hey, are everything that we've done allocated appropriately? What are some of the things we must ask ourselves that will create an optimal outcome? The first, again, is going to be free liquidity. How can we set up a retirement plan that will allow us to access it when we want to and not feel that, again, we're triggering unnecessary taxes or we're selling you know, some of our investments at a loss because we need them in the midst of a correction? So we need to have that liquidity. You know, What if we say we can't access that money more than we want to because it's going to lower our future withdrawals or because it's going to then deplete any sort of legacy for our kids or grandkids or any other estate planning goals? 
So we want to also have guaranteed income. Wouldn't that be helpful to know every single month what we're going to wake up to? Kind of like Social Security can do for many retirees today or those fortunate enough to have a pension. And then lastly, we need to have some variable growth in there. Okay, so that has to remain because we have to keep up with inflation throughout retirement. So it's not all one or the other, but it's going to be a combination of these approaches that achieve an optimal result. So thanks again for tuning in, everybody. I hope this has given you at least a little more to think about, whether you're again in the accumulation phase or distribution phase, but what retirement planning will look like. And I look forward to you tuning in for future episodes in which we get into much more detail about what are some of the strategies and utilizations uh, that can put you in a better position. I'm your host, Brian Kaderna. Thanks again for listening to the Kaderna podcast, and we'll see you next week. The Kaderna podcast is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guardian and its subsidiaries do not provide tax, legal, social security, student loan, mortgage, or real estate advice. Listeners should contact their own tax, accounting, or legal advisors or the social security department in this matter. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Brian Kaderna is a registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PASS, 300 Broad Acres Drive, Suite 175, Bloomfield, New Jersey, 07003. Securities, product services, and advisory services are offered through PASS, a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor. Nine 73244-4420. Financial representative, the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Passes an indirect wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Caderna Financial Team and International Planning Alliance, LLC, are not affiliates or subsidiaries of Pass or Guardian. Caderna Financial Team is a division of International Planning Alliance, LLC, a general agency of Guardian. Pass is a member of FINRA, SIPC. California Insurance License Number, OK04194. Content of the Caderna Podcast is copyrighted by Brian M. Caderna, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the content in any form is prohibited without prior permission from the Caderna Podcast. The views and opinions expressed herein may not be those of Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, or any of its subsidiaries or affiliates. Guardian does not verify and does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of, of the information or opinions presented herein. Any third-party materials referenced cannot be endorsed or verified by Guardian and are used as the opinion of the author. Guardian, its subsidiaries, or affiliates do not provide or issue or advise for mortgages. This material contains the current opinions of the author, but not necessarily those of Guardian or its subsidiaries, and such opinions are subject to change without notice.